This is Melbourne calling. Welcome to Granny Bingo Wireless. Just close your eyes and think of the war. Toodle pip. Go over there, don't be scared now, yeah Lift up your head, hold out your hand Pull up your pants, now why did you pull down your pants? We only just met, but that's why I like you People connecting, grandma's laughing Nostalgia and ethnic dancing Maureen, Maureen, what are you doing? Maureen, what are you doing? No, you've got to take the mask off, love. Oh, the mask, I know, it's all right. You don't have to wear it. We're inside. I just forget. I forget I've got it on. I forget I've got it on. You know, they're just so comfortable and responsible. (laughs) Oh, dear. I'm sorry about that. That was, uh, was, of course, Stupid Love by Lady Gaga. It's one of my favourite old songs. Beautiful song. Beautiful song. Hello, kiddies, and welcome back for season three. Of Granny Bingo Wireless. Uh, my name is Ms. Edith Vale. Uh, I'm one of your hosts for the podcast. I'm joined by my best mate in the entire world, Maureen McGillicuddy. Enchante, hunty. That's frog talk. <laughs> that means good day. Yep. And, uh, and uh, you know, it's a new season, but the same old crap. <laughs> Just to set your expectations a bit. And uh, speaking of crap, uh, this is a woman that even a plumber wouldn't want to plunge out of a toilet. Caroline Springs. Caroline Springs. Say hello, Caroline. Wave to the camera. <laughs> Look, hello. She doesn't know it's not a camera. Oh. Well, I mean, it is a camera. It's a surveillance camera. We're 24 hours a day. It's a bit like Big Brother in here, except someone's actually watching it. Yes, well, we have had to come back down to our little bunker, of course, because (gasps) Chairman Daniel Andrews has dictated, he has said it, and so it is written and so it will happen that we are to spend another six weeks in this bunker. Mm, You know, we came back with the podcast a few months ago because we were in lockdown. We thought, well, what are we going to do and fill our time up? And then they said, you can go out. And so we took a little break. We stopped doing the podcast. We've been busy the last couple so of weeks. So yeah. busy. But now we're back for six weeks. Oh, my God. Caroline's been especially busy, haven't you, Caroline? She was sending us postcards from all over Victoria. Because, mm. of course, the she's not getting the job keeper. No. Uh, no. Technically, we're getting it for the podcast, but mm. we're not mm. passing it on to her. No. Uh, so she decided to go out and make a, a few dollars. She got a job as a security guard. Yeah. Uh, at one of the hotels that where they're looking after all of the people that have come back to Australia. The new Australians. She said, and f- mind my mind my language, of course, but she mm-hmm. said it was um, uh, fucking good. And uh, actually, no, she said it was no, she said it was good fucking. Ah. Oh. Anyway, she said she enjoyed working as a security guard. Uh, at the at the ridges ridges I think she said it was she was stationed at and she's uh, this is a woman that uh, for, for those of you that have never seen us live I mean hello where have you been but if you've never seen us live before Caroline Springs is a very threatening looking kind of a woman uh, very Absolutely. Uh, in, invasive even from a, a mile away you feel intimidated mm. by her of course, when she applied for the job, they had a look at her resume. Back in the early 1940s, um, Caroline mm. had a lot of experience working as a guard uh, at a... 
Well, it wasn't a, a hotel. It more it was more of a, um, I guess, a, a campsite, you'd call it. Was it was a holiday. It was all holiday-related, yeah. yeah. Uh, enforced sort of um, forced holidays. Locked down, uh, yeah. And yeah. they saw that on her resume. They said, you are the kind of bird we're after. They said, what does SS stand for? She said, um... Super, super security, super security, super, special super security. security yeah. That they said, ah, oh, yes. terrific, yeah. yeah. And Daniel Andrews, Anne chose her, I believe. Well, she's right. He's he's kind of person, you know, a very heavy-handed kind of woman. So she's been working as a security guard, and and while she was working there, uh, we we Edith and I went on a Kentucky tour of regional Victoria. But Caroline, the whole time, we didn't know. We thought she was just staying home. Tell them what she did. Oh well, she she made friends with um, some uh, some of the lovely people that live in the commission housing uh, there. She also went on a little holiday to Albury Wodonga, and uh, she also went and volunteered at that school. What was that school called? Ah, El Tequa, El College. It was El Tequa. Mm, mm. uh, she was volunteering in the tuck shop there at El. Te- oh, Caroline, are you all right? That's a nasty cough. Oh. That's a very nasty cough. Heavens to Betsy. Well, okay. Oh, it's all right. We'll hose you down later, love. That'll be a nice cold hosing down. We'll sort you out. Wait a minute, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's cold oh. season. It is cold oh, to give her the fairness. You, everyone's starting to get a bit chilly at night time. God damn, it's cold, you know. Anyway, that was Kaz. I've been busy. You know, I, I'm mm-hmm. a charitable woman. You know mm-hmm. that, don't you, Maureen? Mm-hmm. Our listeners might not be aware. I often get a bit of a rap for being the sassy one of the group. <laughs> you are. You are. <laughs> You could be on Paul's drag race. It's all smoke and mirrors. I really, deep down, I'm a very sweet woman. I'm an old softy from way back. You know, I'm from the bush, and we care about each other out in the bush. So I've I've uh, been making masks for the poor. Hmm. Of course, I haven't been good at the sewing since my arthritis came back. And uh, since your sewing machine blew up and stopped working. Yes, that, that also. Um, but I'm very good with the crochet needle. So I've been crocheting masks for the poor and uh, handing them out to poor people so that they'll be safe from the COVID. And, uh, uh, of course, it gets a little bit boring, um, just crocheting. Uh, so I've been watching some movies as well. Mm. And what have you been watching? I finally worked out how to use the bloody television mm. in the in the common room uh, at the nursing home. Yeah. Uh, that's above us, above the bunker that we're hiding out in. Mm-hmm. And... Um, I got Caroline to put that. We have they have a, an old VHS. They've got a few movies there. They've got um, Lantana. I love that with Kerry Armstrong. Yeah, that's very good. And um, uh, Groundhog Day. Oh, I've seen that so many times. Oh, it's good, isn't it? And uh, Lantana. I love that with Kerry Armstrong. Yeah. And um, Groundhog Day. Oh. I've seen that so many times. And they also had uh, The Sound of Music, and I've never actually watched that. So Caroline uh, popped that in the VHS player because she's the tech whiz for me. I didn't realise at the time that she'd accidentally played it backwards. There was a little button she pressed oh. and it went from the end to the start. Right. But I still enjoyed it. It was very sad. It was very sad. Yeah. I mean, look, I don't know if the if the ending for your version would be sadder than if you played it to Ford's. Well, true, yes, because the version I saw was about a, a large family uh, who left Switzerland to mm. join the Nazi party mm-hmm. and then their mother left them to join the nuns. Very hard. Yeah, stuff. yeah. And to find a yeah. nanny in that time... To have Mary Poppins come and visit you for that short amount of time and then leave. That's very, very sad. Very sad. Very sad. Very sad. Well, 
I mentioned before that I went on my Kentucky tour? They do a seniors Kentucky tour that goes from the Civic Centre. And it was so good. It was so yeah. good, Edith. They take us from at the Civic Centre in Mordialic by train. A normal train with uh, with the Mickey Mickey card, and uh, and then we went into Southern Cross Station. Of course, everything's shut, isn't it? Everything's completely mm. shut. You can't get anywhere. So that was a Kentucky tour. You just went from Mordialic to Southern Cross Station, and I met Edith in there. We had a coffee, a cafe latte. From the only thing that was open was Starbucks. Which I hate. I can't stand that. That's not coffee. That's not coffee in my book. You prefer Gloria Jeans, don't you? Absolutely, I prefer Gloria Jeans. I like my coffee with a steaming hot cup of homophobia. That's why I always go with Gloria Jeans. You find me a good cafe that's not owned by a church and I'll call you a liar. How, How on earth would a church own a coffee... Shop and for them to not have uh, good coffee. God, wouldn't let that happen. So. Uh, anyway, it's been. A, we've hope you've had a wonderful couple of weeks as well. And you know what? You can get in touch and tell Nana what you've been up to for the last couple of weeks. Well, we had a little taste of freedom. If you are in Melbourne, on our social media, it's uh, Granny Bingo on Instagram and uh, Edith Vale and Maureen McGillicuddy on Facebook. Now, of course, if you do enjoy hanging out with your Nanas, we're doing another live show. We've decided. If we're going to be stuck in our bunker for another six weeks, we're going to cross live to you again and uh, play a bit of bingo, give away some lovely prizes. What date are we doing that on? August the 3rd. It's a Monday. Earlier that day, I've got to go to the podiatrist. Yes. I've got a terrible issue on the back of my foot with a, a bunion that's started to grow internally. It's going the other way. So I'm going to the physio that morning. I'll have to get the bus, I think. Uh, yes, they said that it would be. A bus of course, the ten a.m. The bingo night will be really lively and, and uh, for ten a.m. So the problem is that they are we're running a different timetable because they're doing roadworks. It'll yeah. be real um, happening and hip, and we'll play some Lady Gaga songs or something. Yes. They said can, that there's quite a lot and, uh, of roadworks on at the moment uh, to be between my house. Maureen, and stop, stop, and stop, 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 stop! You're boring the kids. We're supposed to be cool, like on the radio. You know, Chrissy Swan and Sam. Yeah, oh yeah. It'll be, uh, say it'll be a loud and, and crazy kind of a night, guys, so why not tune in to your favourite grannies, yo? Oh, cool. <laughs> <laughs> if you want to uh, play along for Granny Bingo online, you can. Just check out our social media uh, for tickets. I should be back in time from the podiatrist, I'm sure. I'm sure of it. And now a word from one of our sponsors. As part of its big build, the Victorian Government is undertaking major works across Melbourne. Road and rail upgrades will be taking place, well, everywhere, really. Like, literally, every single road and every single railway crossing. We started off by planning roadworks where darts landed on a map, but that wasn't enough. So we said, right, let's do roadworks wherever this paint lands. And then the paint landed everywhere. We were all really drunk during that meeting. Where did we even get the paint from? So every time you leave the house for one of those four essential reasons, you're guaranteed to see at least six to eight fat guys leaning on a stop sign. Don't shame them, fat guys need jobs too, you know. And you'll be too busy trying to get through the detours to even think about catching COVID. And really, what the fuck are you doing out of the house anyway? The Victorian Government's Major Works Programme. 
we're just drunk all the time. I'm fucking wasted right now. Alrighty, uh, and thank you, of course, to all of our sponsors. We, of course, in Season 3, have two advertising spaces in every single episode, and they are open for business. Yes, jump on our socials if you want to uh, book us mm-hmm. book an ad on Granny Bingo Online. Mm. Of course, you can book us for private gigs as well. Uh, we are in the city of Greater Melbourne, uh, so you will have to book us for a virtual gig. Uh, right. I will get on cam for you. I will be your cam girl, I believe it's She's a cam girl, yes. and uh, and I've actually only just uh, got home now when we're recording this uh, from my life drawing class, uh, digital life drawing class. How did that well. go, love? Terrific, a really, really great. You know, lots of uh, lots of people, lots of great energy. Even though it's online, it's it's dif- difficult to gauge how everyone else, how everyone's drawing. You know. Yeah, and it's just weird when you take the gown off and everyone has to see your fanny. That's the bit that I, I just—I always feel a bit self-conscious. But once yes. they start sketching away and they get a bigger piece of paper, it—it mm. it becomes very comfortable and enjoyable too. Uh, anyway, so uh, we look forward to hearing from future sponsors and, of course, uh, and new friends and family. And uh, the private bookings uh, have been very busy for us, which is wonderful. Just please don't book us for children's related activities. Please, please stop booking us for children's events. Uh, We're not very good at them, I'll tell you that. We tried, but I always end up saying bastard or calling someone an arsehole. It's usually one of the children's parents. And I don't know, if you're up for that, if you're up for fun, (laughs) please book me. Should we move Uh, on to our next segment? Well, yes, and you know, we always strive to bring you nothing but Mm. gold. As our listeners, we respect you and we want you to enjoy this podcast. So we're always trying to come up with fresh content. And we spent a lot of time over the last couple of weeks on our little hiatus, as the Spanish say, I believe. (laughs) Coming up with a new uh, segment each. What have you come up with, love? Well, I thought that we would do an old favourite, a a trusted and a goodie, an oldie and a goodie. Uh, I thought I'd do more Maureen's Secret Sound. What a wonderful idea. For those of you that don't listen to commercial radio all that often, probably some Northsider young person, I don't listen to commercial radio, it's run by the right-wing media, blah, 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 whatever. Um, uh, Well, they on radio will play a sound and callers call in and they guess what the sound is and they win big bucks. Well, I've been on the JobKeeper and I've been keeping every cent for the last month that I've been earning. So we've got a cash prize of $3,000 to give away to you if you correctly guess the secret sound. All you have to do is listen to it and then you can call in and play it. Are you ready for me to play it? All right, let's do it. All right, here we go. Right, do you think you can guess that? It's a, it's, a, it's a little bit difficult to work out. I tried to make it a little bit hard, but a lot of people will know it. Um, shall I play it again, Edith? Yes, I think so. It's a bit of a difficult right. one. Play it again. Right. Okay. All right. <clears throat> Here we go. All right. So there it is for a second time. If you think you know that, give us a call. Uh, the number, it's 0261750200. Maureen McGillicuddy, have you taken your medication this morning, love? No. <laughs> I am 
course I have. This Why? Is, this isn't a radio station. This is a podcast, love. We're recording this three days before we go to air. That's they, If they want to call me... Well, that's Whose phone number was phone that number. even? That wasn't even a Melbourne phone number. Yeah, all well, through, through the head office. That's my phone number. Through I, the home. Uh, so no one can call. You're saying no one can call me to... Uh, no, no one can call. Secret, secret. Oh, what? Well, <laughs> damn it. I'm trying to bring uh, new ideas... Um, uh, but what if Caroline and I guess? That'd be that, fine, that I make suppose. You feel like you didn't waste your segment? Yeah, well, it's a waste anyway. Come, I'm not giving you $3,000. Forget about it. All right, well, okay, you can guess. You can guess. Do you want me to play it again? Yes, please. Yes, please. Here it is again. What is it? Can you guess that? Oh, hang on a sec. Caroline, what do you think it is, love? Yes, yes, I think you're right, I think you're right. Um, we think it is when you turn your toaster upside down and you give it a tap on the bottom to get all the crumbs out. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm not telling you, it's a secret. It's it's called a secret sound. Why would I tell you this? I can't, it wouldn't be a secret. This really defeats the purpose of you having your own segment. I oh, think, well, I don't that. listen to the radio all day. I've got better things to do. You do your segment. Let's see how, let's see how amazing right. your let's segment could be. Okay. Well, I've been doing some research. Time. I've been listening to some other podcasts, and I was I listening to the uh, ABC Conversations podcast. I don't know if you've heard that, have you? Yes, I've heard of the, I've heard of the Conversations. Well, what they do is they get an expert on something random, you know, a completely random topic. They have the biggest expert from that topic come in and they have a little bit of a chat about them. Um, So I've actually organised a special guest. I thought you and I could, you know, turn this podcast into a bit more of a serious educational podcast for the kids. Okay. Okay, that um, sounds good. We tried the news last season. So we have try- tried the news. We've still got, you know, idiots listening to the podcast. I want to try and find a bit of a nicer clientele. Fair enough. Joining us today, we have Lionel Jatz. Now, Lionel Jatz is an expert in the field of aviary, specifically with the Eastern Flat-Chested Yellow Wren. Lionel found the Eastern Flat-Chested Yellow Wren when he was just a young boy and developed uh, what could really only be described as a, an obsession. Uh, he has studied it his entire adult life and it has come at great loss to him and his family. We're very excited to have him in the studio and I think you will be too. Oh, sorry, Edith, just before you introduce Lionel, sorry, uh, just just need to pour a glass of water. Mm. Red gold, that stuff is red gold. Sorry, go on. Hello, Lionel, and thank you for joining us here in the studio. Uh, it's, a, it's a pleasure, Enid. Uh, Edith. Uh, Lionel Jatz. Am I pronouncing that correctly, Jatz? Yeah, yeah. Yes, Jatz, like the cracker, yes. Like the cracker, uh-huh. right. Yes. Uh, now, Lionel, you're an expert in the eastern flat-chested yellow wren. It must be fascinating work. Tell us, uh, uh, when is. did you become interested uh, first in the eastern flat-chested yellow wren? Well, it is, it is a fascinating bird, and um, I became interested in the eastern flat-chested yellow wren uh, as a teenager, when I saw one on holiday and, and became interested in it. Oh, and where were you on holidays? Gippsland. Gippsland, lovely. And yes. which, which part of Gippsland were you on a holiday in? Sort of the foster end? I, I don't recall, actually. I was so captivated by the eastern flat-chested right. yellow wren that that was all I could think of uh, from that moment on. Yeah. It has affected a lot of relationships, actually. 
Yeah. Mm, I bet. Lionel, if we step back a little bit and just get a bit of a bigger picture of Lionel Jatz, the child on this holiday in Gippsland. Your father um, um, had been at war and uh, came back and was a butcher. Your mother was a uh, primary school teacher. Yes. Um, Were holidays a regular thing in the Jatz household? Uh, Look, we we didn't have a great deal of money, but we would uh, spend money sometimes and go on holiday, right. often to Gippsland, uh, right. various areas. Fascinating. Um, and uh, then uh, uh, we would increasingly go back to Gippsland so that I could uh, uh, pursue the eastern flat-chested yellow wren. Um, Fascinating. Fascinating. Yeah. Yes. Wow. Yeah. Now, the eastern flat-chested yellow wren, fascinating bird, where does it get its name from? Uh, well, it gets its name from the, uh, from the yellow feathers on its undercarriage that encircle its cloaca. And... Right. Uh, and it's flat-chested because it uh, it doesn't have tits. <laughs> that's a little... No, that's a little joke. Right. That's a bird joke, is it? Funny yes. for bird yes. people. Right. OK. Well, let, 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 let me put it to you this way. It's no western beige quail, you know, but not many birds are, am I right? <laughs> <laughs> yes. No, I suppose you are right, yes. Yes. <laughs> <clears throat> <clears throat> Tell me a little bit about it, because I do, I do, I do have birds. I have a magpie who visits me in my backyard every night. I know for a lot of Australians, that's sometimes the only company they keep. Yeah. Um, Where, obviously, Gippsland is is an yes. area that you've mentioned quite a lot in the t- in the few minutes that you've been on yes. our show. Where do you typically find and observe one of these birds? In the Gippsland area mainly, um, I um, yeah, I use my eyes um, and uh, often my ears because they have a very distinctive song. Um, oh. With, yes, a song, uh, uh, often you will just hear them go, oh, oh, oh. And, um, Sorry, would you mind just a little bit closer to oh. the microphone for our listeners, if you oh, wouldn't mind, Lionel? Oh, oh. oh, oh, oh. Fascinating, oh. fascinating. Yes. And what did um, you say? What did you say there? Um, I said, I'm over here. I'm a, I'm yeah, I'm a eastern flat-chested yellow wren. Hello. <laughs> I have to camouflage myself because they are notoriously shy birds, um, and I, ah. I fashion a tent that's a cross between a tupic and a larvu just to give you an image, and I set I myself see. up. And for those of uh, listeners that might not be as educated on the tupic and the larvu, would you mind expanding on that a little bit? Well, everybody knows them. They're, they're traditional Native American uh, uh, tent styles. Of course. Uh, uh, yes, I mean, they, they, they should, that's just to clarify. I set myself up with a thermos of soup and some binoculars and uh, and I sit, uh, sit perfectly still for hours because they are very easily startled. And I'm very good at sitting perfectly still for a uh, long yes, period of time. You're quite still now. I, well, I well would you see. like to see me? Like to see me sit perfectly, perfectly still? Yes, yes, oh please, by all means. That will make for a fascinating section on our audio-based right. podcast. Please, Lionel. Yes, mm. right, I, I will begin now. Do you need silence in this, Lionel? Do you need silence to be able to sit silently? Or you? Oh, wow. No. No, you don't. Okay, that's fine. I just, I just wanted to check. Okay, now Lionel is going to sit perfectly still. I have been. I've finished now. Ah, oh. I finished. Oh, well, you did a terrific. I can see why the birds aren't startled around you. Honestly, I could walk past you, Lionel, in the street and never notice you at all. Well, yes, if you were an eastern flat-chested yellow wren, you probably would. Far from flat-chested, buddy. (laughs) 
Now, just to step back a little bit, Lionel, uh, your bird call then was mesmerising. I think it's really the only word that you could use. Yeah. Have you learnt any yeah. other bird calls in the field? Or well, you know, you pick up, uh, you pick up a few, you know, around the traps. Mm. You know, um, uh, I can do the um, brown tinged cormorant. Oh yes, um, please. Oh, oh yes. Oh. I didn't know we had a cormorant had expert in the room. Sorry. Yes. 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 Uh, yes. It it sounds a bit like this. Awa. 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 Wow. wow. Yes. Fascinating. Yep. And um, yes, I can do mm. the uh, southeastern Gordonsby parrot. Yes. Oh um, yes. Yeah. Ha 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 of, of early mornings waking up when my dad would go to work. I, yeah. That's how yes. I used That was my alarm clock. <laughs> now, Lionel, to go back to the story of Lionel, because it is a fascinating yeah. story. You're a little boy, yeah. Uh, yeah. you know, you, you, you've found the eastern flat-chested yellow wren and your love for it in, in Gippsland. You become yeah. older, you go off to university, you find love, you get married. And then there's a, there was a big accident in your life. Uh, which sort of changed the trajectory that you were on. Can you tell us a bit about that? Uh, yes. Um, well, uh, I, I, there was a period in my life when, um, because the, the uh, eastern flat-chested yellow wren is, is endangered, so I, I was hoping to create a, uh, a sanctuary for them, um, and that involved um, creating wetlands, uh, yeah. because that's where they uh -huh. nest. Um, and so um, I had to create a full wetland in the backyard of my uh, uh, house in Doncaster. And, right. um, yes. Okay. And, uh, yes, so we, uh, unfortunately, there was an accident uh, when we were filling it. Uh, up and my wife was uh, swept down into the sinkhole and, um, You know, these, these beautiful birds. Uh, Come in for your tea. Well, yeah. It's pretty difficult to get through because, you know, with a sinkhole, you can't make a wetland. Um, so, no sanctuary. Sorry, Lionel, that... Sorry to interrupt you, Lionel, that that's... Uh, they're doing roadworks yeah. outside of you. Roadworks, yeah. So many. The eastern flat-chested yellow wren would not... Would not be very pleased with uh, that noise because it is quite. No, is it affecting their breeding cycles? Um, yes, yes, because you know, because of the roads, there are a lot of roads in Gippsland. I'm not sure if you knew that. Yes. Um, but it's a fascinating yes. fact about the area. There are a lot of roads. Not yes, happens. yes, yeah. that's how we get in and out and around. Particularly between Terelgan and Bensdale, there I, I I'll often notice close that the they down to one yes, lane. Yes, 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 and uh, the birds are not happy. They're not happy at all. Sorry about that. So, Edith, do you want me to just go and quickly check how long these works are going to be? That's terribly loud. Hang on two seconds. Sorry, Lionel. said that they'll be working on these ro this this jackhammering sound Edith is just going to be going for another 12 weeks but he's going to stop for five minutes while we speak to Lionel. Thank you for opening up Lionel uh, it's such a raw and emotional story I can tell from your uh, sheer emotion 
To take us back to the birds, though, Lionel, what are you doing with this research? You know, what, what's the outcome? You, you, you monitor their movements, where they're nesting, where they're sleeping, where they're living. Um, what, what happens with the research then? Do you give it to the university well, or...? Well, it's, you know, it's, it's, um, it's just in my notebook. It just goes in your notebook. It's in there, you know. I keep them in a box that's covered in, in bird wrapping paper, um, not specifically... Right the eastern flat-chested yellow wren, because it's it's not mm. a very sexy bird. You know, it's certainly not attractive enough to warrant its own wrapping paper, although it would possibly suit no. a bookmark or something you wouldn't mm. you wouldn't look at very often. Wow, wow. I see. I see. Well, wow. uh, look, I, I hate to have to end this interview. It has been fascinating. We haven't run out of time, surely. Ah. Yes. Oh, sorry, uh, Lionel, Lionel, you'll have to come back and fill us in on more of your research. Uh, I'd be delighted to. I don't have a lot of other stuff on apart from just looking at Okay, birds. well, thank you very much, okay. Lionel, and that's thank terrific, you very much, really Lionel. very exciting. That's Lionel Jats there. Yes. And if anyone's still listening to this podcast, now it's time for a word from our sponsors. For several decades, SBS has provided up-to-date and non-biased news in 68 different languages, from French to Filipino... Bulgarian to Burmese, Maltese to Mandarin. But now we are facing budget cuts thanks to the Liberal government. So to appeal more to right-wing voting Australians, we are proud to announce that we are now presenting the news in our 69th language, Australian English. Yeah, but nah, but yeah, that fucking cunt of a virus is gonna come and wipe these all out. Press the red button on your remote to go to the language selection window. To select Australian, simply chuck a tinny at the tally, then yell which regional dialect you would like to watch the news in. There's Sydney. Scan Khan's Griffo reporting for SBS Sydney here. We can all go out clubbing fucking oath. Yeah, <laughs> finally, yeah. Ah, shame we fucking closed down all our clubs. No shit. <laughs> Ah, fucking bin chickens everywhere. Melbourne. Sup, fuckers. Mikko from SBS Melbs here. You good boy. <laughs> Listen, fucksticks, we know you love the nose beers and shit, but stay inside, numb nuts. Don't fucking ruin it for the rest of us, you cocks. Perth. Hello, darlings. I'm Reginald, and welcome to SBS News Perth. Today is Sunday, the 12th of July, and it's a delightful 43 degrees outside. Adelaide. G'day fuckers, it's your boy Davo and welcome to SBS Adelaide. Why do the fuckers around the rest of the country ignore us? We have lots of cool shit going on here. Haha, <laughs> yeah, we call ourselves Red Adelaide because we are hard boy. Yeah, anyway, in local news, Mrs. Patterson on North Terrace lost another one of her chooks last week. Our thoughts are with her. SBS World News, bringing the news down to your level. Well, now it's time for a regular uh, segment of the podcast, and one of our favourites, isn't it, love? Do you want to explain it for the people? Sometimes you just need your grandma. Your grandma might Grandma's live a very long... Grandma's little pearl necklaces of wisdom. That's right. And some your grandma might live a long, long way away. She might live in the country. She might live in another country. She might live in another state. Or she might be even further away in heaven. Or if you're a Protestant, she might be in hell. 
But we all still need grandmotherly advice because your mother lies to you. Mothers always lie to their children. Grandmothers don't. We've been we've been through too much to lie to our children. And so if your grandmother is not easily accessible anymore because she's, you know, a phone call away or in a box, will be your grandmothers for the things that are troubling you. So you can write in your questions and people have. We've had quite a lot uh, since we've yes, we coming have, back well, for this we had season. Two weeks off and obviously it was so much that people uh, had quite a, a barrage of questions to send in to us. Um, I've printed a whole lot of them out um, here. Do you want to read the first one? Now? Yes, absolutely. Yes. Here we go. Uh, here we go. Uh, dear Edith Moores and Caro. Hey. I've never <laughs> heard you called Caro, Caroline. Caro. Obviously an avid listener of the podcast. Yeah, and uh, and or, she, or he thinks it's Caroline Wilson from Footy Classified. I reckon she's bloody terrific. I love Caroline Wilson, and I like her because she's a woman in football. I was the first woman to play AFL football, VFA, VFA football, back then, VFL football. And a lot of people don't know that I was the first woman. They now have the AFLW. Well, I just shaved my hair off once and taped my tits down and went out and played footy for uh, for Richmond many years ago. Anyway, anyway, I'm going off on a tangent. Here we go. Um, this is from Sam. Uh, I started a new job just two months ago and I feel I've put on weight working longer hours and with a more office-focused lifestyle than before. That's terrific. I mean, who's this bastard working in an office, not from home? <laughs> yes. um, yeah. uh, what's your advice for staying motivated and getting back into shape? All the best, Sam. Sam. Good on you, Sam. Thanks for writing Hasn't in. Hasn't said where he's from, has he? No, he hasn't said where he's no. from. He's working in an office, though. I know that much. That's a very good point, love. And, of course, that means he cannot be in Melbourne because, as Daniel Andrews mm-hmm. has consistently said, if you can work from home, you must work from home, uh, which has made it very difficult for a lot of the nurses uh, at the nursing home here. It's made it even worse for the patients. I we haven't think. seen a nurse uh, here for the last... Well, how long has it been? Mm. Four months? Uh, four months. Yes, we're just fending for ourselves. It's like Hunger Games. But it is alive. It's almost exactly like Hunger Games. Do you know what I find really interesting, Edith? Yeah. Daniel Andrews. Oh, Commandant Daniel Andrews comes on TV every day. Yes. He comes on every TV. And he says, uh, hey, you must work from home where you can. Well, where do you think he's making that press conference from? From his living room? No. He's in his office, working in an office. And do I, I am telling you that he has not worked a day from home. He's been in his office every day, but he's telling everyone else not to be. And do you want to know why, Edith? Because they think we're stupid and we don't know how to use it. Do you want to know why? Because he is a bastard. Because the internet, my grandson works in the city, and he says that the internet's always very bad in there because there's so many people on it. Well, he just wants to watch YouTube and and, uh, and net net chat and all that and have no one else interrupt him. That's Mm. why he's telling everyone to work from home, because he wants better internet. 
And he wants so he wants the internet to be free. He wants free and he fast wants to be free internet. Faster internet. And he wants us yeah. to work from home, which will make the internet free. That's right. Yep. Work makes free. Work makes free. That's interesting. Yep. That sounds familiar. Inter- yeah. Mm-hmm. I've heard a dictator mm-hmm. say that before. Yes. That's probably too high for are. most people, but here we are. All right. There's one very specific documentary that you might want to watch. There's, yes, or a, several hundred books from... Or just the History Channel at any yes. point in time. Yes. Uh, now, back to this letter from Sam. Sam, so, I, so I'm assuming you're not in Melbourne, Sam, uh, if you, and you're getting work, uh, working in an office, uh, so I'm going to assume that you're in Sydney, um, because mm-hmm. they don't have office buildings in Adelaide. I don't know if you're aware of no, this. No, they thing. didn't have a They don't have anything higher it. than three storeys. It's too much yeah. for them. They get lightheaded. Um, so I'm going to assume you're in Sydney, Sam, and um, you're listening to this podcast, so I assume you're a good, healthy, normal person, and you know what I mean by normal. You're not a, you know, a fan of Paul's Drag Race or anything like that, and you want to keep fit. I'll tell you what'll keep you fit, Sam. Uh, if you pop on a pair of short shorts, uh, hold on to a Kylie Minogue album, and, um, you know, pop a bottle of leather cleaner in your back pocket and run down Oxford Street. I reckon that'll keep you fit as hell, oh, Sam. You'll have perfect. them chasing after you, I reckon. That's yes. my tip. That's my great, hot tip. Great tip. And do you remember when we went to Sydney when we were doing Granny Bingo up there? Yes. The oh, City. We yeah. saw that all the time. It was on a Sunday we used to go. And, uh, you know, the, the, the nightclubs would be empty because everyone had worked the next day. And we'd finish our gig... <laughs> And it was about, you know, 8.30 or 9 o'clock. We'd walk back to our hostel that they'd put us up in and uh, you'd walk down Oxford Street. There was always men running up and down with little short shorts and uh, and leg warmers and uh, they some of them had these fun little tails sticking out from the... They the, did. Their... You might be familiar with, I think it's Spain, where they do the chasing of the bull. I believe mm. on Oxford Street in Sydney they call it the chasing of the pig. Yeah, that's right. They always shout, piggy in the middle, piggy in the middle. Piggy in the middle, yes. Uh, wet, uh, and otters. There's something to do with otters up there. It's anyway. it's, it's, uh, yes, all uh, very it's, zoological. It's a world away. It's only a thousand kilometres from me, but it's a world away in my mind. <laughs> so uh, I think fitting in, look, that's good. That's very practical advice. A little bit of exercise during the day and or night. Sam, it's it is difficult to to fit or, in, Sam, but you could it's also important. Do what a lot of the gay men do when they move to Sydney, and uh, start doing ice. I believe ice, ice, ice. Uh, is very popular there, and that's how they all keep so trim, taut, and terrific. But just be careful with the ice, because it can ruin your teeth terribly. Uh, I've seen a lot of, of uh, young men go up to Sydney and they start. They say to me, oh, Moors, I'm in trouble, I've started doing ice and I can see their teeth have shattered. It's because they're, they're crunching the ice with their teeth. It's a terrible habit and uh, and just be careful of that. So best of luck, Sam. Thanks for writing your question. Do you want to read the next one, love? Sure, here we go. <clears throat> Uh, next one on the pile says, uh, To whom it may concern, I would like to apply for the role of senior store manager at your East Malvern outlet, as advertised on your website. Oh, sorry. I have Bloody sep- roadworks. For God's sake, give me a break. How in God's name? What are they building out there? This, uh, this is a highly built-up area. It's, it's, a, it's a construction zone. And... Uh, there's houses. What could they possibly be building? I don't know. You let, look at the window. Got a it's, from the council? 
I have no idea. No, there's no... No, nothing from the council to warn us. You look out that window from this underground bunker that we have, all you can see is just kilometres of freeway. Daniel Andrews will not be happy until this entire state is one big freeway, freeway. with no level crossings. He won't... He will Victor- not that's what that... That's why he wrote on all the number plates, Victoria on the move. On the move. Because we can't not move unless we've got all the whole bloody thing as a freeway. What's going to happen when... What am I going to become a freeway or a car or an emergency phone box or something? What's going to happen to me? I'm... Do you know what? I'm just... I'm absolutely done with this state. I'm going to tell this bastard... Here, sorry. I'll be back in a minute. I'm just going to tell this bastard... I told him. Good on you, love. Good on you. Good on you. Uh, well done. I, I told him there'll be no more freeways in Melbourne. Sorry, go on with the letter. I'm sure you'll find my references more... Th- I think this is my... Uh, that's a wrong yes. address, I think. Sorry, that's the wrong address. That is not for us at all. No. Uh, I'm sorry. Um. Uh, OK, well, read the next one, I suppose. Here we go. <clears throat> Uh, Dear Edith, Maureen and Caroline, I live in a share house in Melbourne. Same here. (laughs) (laughs) We did all right during the first lockdown, but now we're going into lockdown again. I'm worried that tensions might get a bit high. Any tips for keeping things chill? Love your work, Brad. Great question, Brad. Great question. And I, I jested before when you said you lived in a share house, and I said, oh, so same here. Uh, I jest. But that's that's the, that's the circle of life, love. When you're young, and I imagine, Brad, that you are younger, <coughs> especially than me, uh, that you live in a share house because of, you know, certain financial reasons, and you like to have people around, and you can have a cool party every now and then. The circle of life, Brad, is that you start your adult life living in a share house, and then you uh, might buy your own home or move out by yourself, move in with a partner, uh, you know, a woman, a wife, a girlfriend, and uh, and you spend a few years there, and then eventually she will die. And then you'll move into another share house, which is called a nursing home. Mm. And the same thing happens, the same tensions, the same issues, except the beautiful thing about the share house that you live in as an older person is that someone cooks your food, someone does your laundry, someone vacuums for you, and if you have a little whoopsie, they come and wipe your bum too. That doesn't Mm. happen when you're younger, I can tell you, because I had plenty of situations where I had to scrape my bed sheets clean myself. Betted on a fart and uh, lost. Oh, that's right. Yes, it's, it's uh, you know, as I always say, a, a, a fart is just a scream from a trapped turd. And sometimes the turd gets out. And it still does. That happens your whole life. That happens your entire adult life, mm-hmm. Brad. And tensions do rise here at the nursing home too. 
uh, you would have heard us talking about the situations where uh, some of our friends here pass on, and that does happen to everyone. And uh, and we had a, a, a very, very tense moment about a week and a half ago, just before we got back from our Kentucky tour of regional Victoria, where uh, 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 Elizabeth Cowneck uh, was one of the, our friends who lived here. She mm. died. She had a stroke in the middle of the night and ended up carking it. And uh, we did, Edith and I did what we always do. We go in and we pay our respects. Uh, to her and while she's laying in the bed before the ambulance comes to take her away and we do what we always do we took her jewelry and we took all of her expensive items we put them in our pockets and we left and her children came to uh, clean out her room because yes. when someone dies in a nursing home the family have to come the very same day to clean the room out so they yes, can get you've only got a very small in. window to run in there and eight hours eight hours maximum and and the, oh where's my mum's uh, you know where's my mum's uh, necklace oh, I said, love her, you know and she punched me in the face the daughter her name was Rachel she punched me in the face Brad and that was very very tense. And uh, what I did, in, you know, I'm not I'm not an abusive or, or, or you know a violent person. I didn't want to punch her back, so I said, "I'm very sorry for your loss," and I walked away, you know. And she started crying. So I just I'm so overwhelmed. I'm so overwhelmed. And so I went to Caroline. I said, "Caroline, that lady just punched me in the face." And Caroline went out and she put a uh, what I believe is known as an undercar bomb. Attached mm. to her vehicle, and she blew that woman to death. She yes. blew her up. Yeah. Caroline yeah. Uh, was part of the IRA for many years, wasn't she? That's part of. Uh, <laughs> I don't think they'd be much without her. I don't know if you. I don't know, Brad. You're probably too young to remember um, a, a man by the name of Lord Mountbatten. And the reason you don't know his name these days is because of Caroline, I can tell you that. Mm. Watch season three of The Crown. You might start to become familiar with Lord Mountbatten. Brad, look, I don't want to sound negative. I feel like I'm always the old wicked witch of the West when I'm giving advice (laughs) on these things here. You are an old bag, Edith. Stop it. Stop it. And I'd only let you say it. I'd only ever let you say it. Brad, I'm looking at your letter. I can't help but notice you've put no suburb there. You've said you're from Melbourne. You haven't said where in Melbourne. Um, and I often think of someone with no fixed address. It's obviously a little bit of a vagrant, you know. You're living in a share house in Melbourne with no address. I'm going to guess. I'm guessing. Somewhere in the Brunswick region, if you Brunswick, know what I mean, Maureen. One of the yeah. first suburbs to go back into lockdown, and do you know why? Mm. Because they had their little drug dealers running from one house to the next. You know, Brunswick used to be lovely. You'd walk down the street in your Sydney Road, and you'd have the lovely smell of pasta and spaghetti mm. and all that. Oh, These days, it's just kids in dezoer jeans taking drugs, yeah. and it is disgusting. And their drug dealers are running around spreading the virus everywhere. That's right. And I know that I'm right about this because if we read on through Brad's letter we say we did all right in the first lockdown but now we're looking into lockdown again I'm worried tensions might get high get high the Brad is looking to get high he says any tips for keeping things chill I know the lingo. I know drug addict lingo. I had a grandson on the gear myself. Yes. I know you want to get tubular and hang tin and keep yep. things chill with your eckies and your bickies. 
No, Bread, I, I'm sorry, I will not be held responsible. I will not be giving advice to a drug addict like you. No. I know how things are going to end for you, and I tell you what, I hope that it's sooner rather than later. Yeah, that's right. And uh, and you know what, Brad, you're part of the problem, not the solution. I can very much tell you that. Even by writing the letter doesn't doesn't forgive what you've done. Brunswick used to be a very beautiful area, and the one thing I never, ever thought I would see in Brunswick was a lesbian playing lawn bowls. But that's all I see. That's all. Brad, please stop listening to our podcast. You are not welcome to listen to it anymore. Everyone else, though, uh, of course, you can listen to it as much as you like. And we'd really appreciate it if you went into the app that you're listening to it on and gave us a five-star review. That'd be nice. Well, we are nearly at the end of this week's episode. (laughs) What are you eating? I, sorry, I'm eating... Mm, sorry. <laughs> I'm eating dry biscuits. Mm. Mm. Definitely be better with them. Um, with some sauce or some, or you know, Vegemite, or just some moisture. Do you want me to finish this up? <laughs> No, 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 no. I'm a professional. I'm a professional. I'll finish it up with you. Thank you. All right. Uh, Well, kiddies, we are nearly at the end of this week's episode. And uh, our first episode for season three. How exciting. We have some very exciting things planned for next week. We can't wait to show you. Uh, Before we say goodbye, though, we do want to just um, mention that we have a a Patreon. And uh, some people say to me, they stop me in the street. They say, Edith Vale, what is a Patreon? I say, it's an opportunity for you to give us money. <laughs> you sign up for a little of a few dollars a month and uh, we'll send you a, like a nice little audio message or a lovely artwork from Caroline Springs and you'll get access to all sorts of things. In fact, we've just given our Patreon subscribers discounted tickets to Granny Bingo Online uh, on August wow. the 3rd. They get to buy cheaper tickets because they've already helped yeah. us out a little bit with the cash, which is lovely. Oh my god, that jackhammering has started again. These bastards. Oh. Oh my god, Edith, look. The, the uh, construction workers in the bunker. How did the hell did they get down into the bunker? Uh, um, uh, sorry, well, Edith. As president, Country Ladies Association, Melbourne City Sub Branch, I'll go and deal with this one. I'll take me bloody headphones off. Jesus Christ, hello, hello there, hello. Uh, sorry, love, uh, yeah, sorry, can you just uh, step back, you don't have to move out here, Chairman Dan's uh, decree, there's going to be freeway coming through, straight through here, uh, into the freeway, so it's all going to go. So if you just move your chair back a bit, love, it's going to get some stuff again. Come on through, fellas. Well, you better go back to Daniel Andrews and tell him that you've spoken to me. Okay, I don't want any more interrupt. I don't care that you finish the, the, the. Leave us alone. Just go. You've got a long climb out of the bunker, mate. All right. Sorry. Sorry. Okay, uh, I'm back now. I'm back now, Edith. So off you go. Put your phone back on. Off you go. <coughs> 
Maureen, I have to say, if I had to be stuck in a room with no windows and no ventilation and no heating for six weeks, I wouldn't want it to be anyone else but you, my love. Oh, thank you, thank you. I often think the same thing. I, I was listening to Lady Gaga's album the other day and I thought to myself, if there are a hundred people in a room and it was this bunker, we would all run out of oxygen within, I'd say, about 35 minutes. I would say so. And we'd be dead. And I, I welcome anyone to come down here because the sooner, I, the closer I get to death, it seems the happier I am. The happier I am, yeah. Yeah. Make sure you tune in to next week's episode. Caroline will be decoupaging a child-sized coffin. And I'll be explaining, via vocal instructions only, how to do the Macarena. And I'll be teaching you what to do with all those leftover banana peels. But until then, kiddies, remember, we're all fucked. Hooroo! Bye! <laughs> Good on ya! <laughs> brother in here except someone's actually watching it well yes we have had to come back down i just got that <laughs> that's very funny well done love. uh yes well we have had to come